0: Welcome back to the Beast Gang podcast. More of the Beast Gang have seen Thor Love and Thunder, or in my case, Thor Love and Blunder. Let's go to Keith, who was surprisingly positive about this. And I'm confused. I don't know why
1: you're confused. I mean, I'm like missing something, or I was like You're missing a lot.
2: <laughs> <okay>. Maybe
1: <laughs> I'm missing yeah. something, but you're I. You're had, missing the point where the I movie
2: enjoyed. actually should be good. <laughs> right, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Uh, what else to say other than i liked it good movie i've enjoyed the what? uh i enjoyed it i mean this? Boy, i took it for what it was i did not <laughs> i i knew for a fact it was going to be goofy as hell because thor ragnarok was goofy as hell
3: ragnarok is a far better movie
0: ragnarok an awakening for thor thor the dark world right. was a trash movie as mike and i had talked about thor got redeemed In the Infinity War series. The Infinity Uh Gauntlet series, or you want to call it.
4: It goes back.
0: Yeah, it goes back. Like, Thor 1 is better than this movie, but as a comedic beat, and it's really done at the detriment of his character, because it's really, like, this whole fake-out, you're not going to get what you want from Marvel stuff, is starting to get on my nerves, where the core characters, particularly the male characters, always played... Like As a goofball. It's all starting to be the same thing where you're pairing one character up with a character from other gender. is really just a vehicle for a character from other gender to have their own show. And these B-tier, like whatever you're talking about with the comic books, but these B-tier bootleg Dollar Tree heroes are getting them on nerves. And if you're trying to back it up by saying it's comic book related, like some of these comic books aren't good. I don't care. Like, well, who are you talking about? We're talking it? about the Jane Foster Thor, this whole thing. Well, what is, was the
4: point of that? What
0: this this whole thing is just a vehicle for her to have her own series of Thor movies. Then you're losing the core aspects of what made Marvel important, which was there's an overarching story that is being told regardless. Of if these are all individual movies, there's something that will come together. But this phase is really just a filler of nothingness from Black Widow on to this movie. I just had to step in because this movie's not good. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't know what the heck to say, man. You got this? This is violent. It'll it's work it. Like, it... Like- Right, so... And
0: James kept saying, like, Thor split. I'm like, what are you talking about?
2: <laughs> I didn't understand what he said
0: on that either. Was like, oh, it was doing... the
1: split he did when he
0: was Yeah, yeah I understood it. At the I'm like, I understood okay. it okay. if you posted the picture. But I'm like, what does this mean? <laughs>
1: it was goofy. I saw the movie. It was, <laughs> it was dumb. It was goofy as, as shit. Oh, what? It was goofy. Man, look. He's doing me, tons of something. goofy
4: shit. Let me tell you something. You go from Thor Ragnarok, which okay, was Which kinda... had a lot of goofy shit. No, no, no. It had goofy shit, it but had it had some... It. Not, Amazing not like
2: storytelling.
4: Not like it this. Did. It had a shit ton of goofy shit. Not like shit. this. Okay. <laughs> Nowhere near like this. Oh, my God. All the right. action was great. On a scale of one to ten, on the goofy level, dragon yeah. Rock was probably, I would say, maybe a set. This here was fucking 70 and shit. I could not watch it. It was so... Fucking bad! And I had to restrain
0: myself. As Mike and I had talked about, I think the problem is just Taika Waititi. He does not need to have two movies he back to back. This. I mean, Taika Waititi wow. is a good director. He is no, a good director. He is a good director.
4: But this is not his vehicle.
0: Uh, it goes back to the larger no. story. It, it goes back to Poor the larger script. story that this whole phase of movies is worthless. It has no direction. And absolutely I'm including no, Spider-Man in that.
2: Hey, didn't you send uh, a link that said the direction of Phase 4 and they're trying to go back to the core of their heroes with new heroes? But none of these heroes are redeeming in my Again, mind. Again, I called them like, the Dollar what, what Tree. Do
1: hero you talking about in 4? Like I mean, me, this is the time. wish oh, see, Look, 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 look. This Come is on, Phase 4, it, period. Look, this is what it four.
4: is. This is what it is. They have absolutely no direction of what they want to do. The only movie... That was worthwhile. Part of phase four was fucking no way home and multiverse of madness. Everything
0: yeah, no way no is Mo- phase four. multiverse of madness has a lot of issues. Enjoyable components. You defending to fucking this. Sam Raimi. Yeah, it was. And I can't defend Sam Raimi making garbage.
4: Okay, that's fine. You don't have to defend him.
2: The
4: multiverse <laughs> of madness. The Correct. multiverse of madness was not a bad movie. Was it his best? No. But it was better than this bullshit. Mm. Way better than this bullshit. Let's just say I started yeah. watching this movie.
0: Yeah.
4: Keith, what you don't understand, Rat in the Rock was a goofy movie, but it was that goofy to the point it was like it turned my stomach. Okay. You were talking yeah. about your feelings. Like, give me some like no like, no, it just plot was, wise or what? I, what? it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Okay, I enjoyed sorry. that movie. And then from the from that to affinity war, I mean to so like the whole affinity war shit with okay. Thanos. Thor became a goddamn monster. He had a character arc. You saw him go from everything he lost Mm -hmm. and him growing and becoming a better character. So Mm -hmm. people are looking forward to seeing Love and Thunder because we want to see, okay, where is Thor going to go? Now he regressed to a blithering child. He's a fucking idiot. Ragnarok, he was not that fucking stupid. Well, I mean, okay,
0: also, okay, uh, can, can I Can I interrupt? Well, hold on. Can I like, before you do that... You did ask for my you, opinion. You also had saying. Thor, like, understanding all the trouble that he has caused. Where he lost his brother. He lost his mother. His father's dead. So, he has grown as a character. And to see right. him regress back to just being comedic beat, comedic beat, comedic beat, because Marvel has to commit to a movie... They don't have any ideas for a movie. So we'll just say it's Thor, Love and Thunder, kind of degrade Thor back to who he was 10 years Words ago. Before what? 10 years what ago. What are you talking about?
1: 10 years ago, he was not a comedic character.
0: He was. What, he movie, was what
1: movie are you all looking talking it, he was well, talking about? The first movie
2: is A Fish Thor, Out of Water. This, the
1: first full movie, he was not comedic. You no, know, we're not movie, saying he was, he was not was comedic, comedic,
4: but yet, listen to I'm we're listening not, to you. I've looked,
2: So okay, far, you guys not, have, been, not talking. You guys that,
1: have been talking. You guys have all been talking.
4: We're not saying that he was comedic in the first store. Not worthy. I'm doing an air quotes now. He wasn't worthy. I mean, he lost his powers because of that. Right. And then even in that, it had to show him to become worthy to gain his powers again. Agreed. Like Barry said, all the mistakes, all the things that he has done has ended in some type of calamity. Something has happened. Okay. And then you go to Ragnarok that kind of culminates everything but then it gets worse Infinity War right and Endgame so you see the whole fucking growth the progression of the character going upward
0: Agreed. and somebody that potentially almost killed Thanos before right. Thanos hey, like so what is the problem the, the, all right the problem with this movie main villain they are not threatening they don't threaten anything and at the end of the movie they have a whole bunch of catharsis. and It's like, oh, I was just bad. I apologize. Peace out. All right. So
1: I'll start with Thor's arc. When we last saw Thor. He was rolling around with the Guardians of the Galaxy. He was fat Thor. He gained a little weight. Mm-hmm. He had peace of mind again because he had accomplished the task he set out to do. Can we agree to that? He he correct. found himself. He was You're worthy correct. again because he held Morton Ylnir. He fought the good fight.
0: And he um, found some friends.
1: They lost some friends, but he went off to go on an adventure with the Guardians of the Galaxy. He found purpose. No, he did not find purpose.
0: He did find purpose. No, he
1: didn't. No, he did not. Like, uh, see, he left Asgard in terms of that. He was done with that shit. He fucked up everything. He blamed himself for the snap. He blamed himself for Asgard falling. He blamed himself for his family dying. He had no business saying that. that he found peace. At the know, end, of, oh, <laughs> hold, on, hold on hold on at the end of endgame mm-hmm. he left earth and he went off to find himself he didn't know what the hell he was doing that was ragnarok was he, he hadn't, no that, that was ragnarok. ragnarok ragnarok began with him trying to resolve all the mischief that was going on remember he was fighting he, it, he hit, went and yeah. the guy they remember that he Got it. He he, he, he was on a quest in the beginning. Just to in find the beginning, him. he was on a yeah. quest to no, not to find himself. He was on
4: a quest to. to I didn't say to, find himself. Okay, well, he was on a quest to stop whatever. He this was trying to remember.
2: find himself though. Not in
4: Ragnarok in the beginning. Not, of Ragnarok. Ragnarok. not Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Not in Ragnarok, but in this one he was, he was, the, he was, was. on a quest to stop Ragnarok from happening. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. So Ragnarok was coming about. Suder, gave that prophecy that Ragnarok
1: was coming. He went back to Asgard, found out that Loki had switched his dad. Then next thing you know, his dad dies. Hela pops up and beast kicks the ass. blicks Mjolnir. He's like, fuck me, fuck the fuck the fuck, fuck. Those shits fucked up. What we see at the end of Ragnarok, then destroy Infinity war and then end game. So at the end of that, he had no purpose. He had his he had his axe stormbreaker. He didn't have Asgard because he wasn't king of Asgard. He didn't think he was worthy of that. I agreed? And the end of Ragnarok
3: or the end at, of Endgame?
1: At the end of Endgame, he wasn't gonna be king of Asgard because he didn't think he was worthy of it. He agreed on that point?
0: Mike, let's go to the tape.
3: I don't believe it's because he didn't think he was worthy. The way I remember it was, he said that he was off to do new adventures. And he mm-hmm. said they have a king, being okay. that Valkyrie was in place. He didn't need to sit around anymore and take oh, care of the people. Okay, okay. Worthy got redeemed when he saw his mother and she told him you're worthy. And then he brought yes, his he, hand out and came back. And yeah, Mjolnir came back. So he, was,
1: he was good in that point. He then went back, the timeline got restored. He went back, went off with the Guardians of the Galaxies, and we love and thunder, with him having gotten back in shape. He's now trying to find himself in his Zen formula, but in typical fashion, well, in the last couple of Thor movie fashion, he's oblivious to the fact that pay attention to the moment. What I was seeing from this, it like again, the last two Thor movies, not I'm talking about movies overall. Mm-hmm they didn't do that dynamic shift in Thor's character, lightening him up, taking away that whole Shakespearean tragic aspect. Granted, he was going through some fucking shit. They took away, but they added a more humor to him as if like, the V type of attitude, Kristen, worth adopting type of attitude for the character since Ragnarok. So him being goofy and kind of acting in that kind of obliviousness, just childlike obliviousness,
4: that goofy shit was the new trajectory of the character. So basically, what you're saying, just to sum it all up, because you're talking too goddamn much. So uh, what so you're you saying, is, while
1: I'm so Man, what you're saying
4: here, he's basically living a slogan, Akuna
1: Matata. And that's what the fuck he looked like in the beginning of the movie. Prayer beads, and he was sitting there with a damn toga robe, and what the fuck he was wearing, he was wearing? Yeah,
4: he was doing splits. That's all I'm going to say.
0: I think I'm going to purge that from my mind, which is why I couldn't figure out what James was talking
2: about. That. I had no idea what he was At saying At that either. point,
4: that is when I was like, this movie's trash. <laughs> trash, eh?
2: <laughs> I would say,
0: maybe after Jane Foster shows up, I was like, yeah, this is not Let's good.
4: Let's get to the real meat and potatoes of this shit. What was the point of her being there?
0: Well, the point of her being there is that Disney has an objective about oh how God. they approach movies. And their objective <sighs> is unwavering, and in order for their objective to be met, they need to talk about gender in a whole bunch of different ways and diversity.
4: What was the point of her being there? She was going to end up dying anyway.
0: Mike and I had already discussed this, but Mike refers back to the comic books. But I think for me, it's just that the movie itself, I could have just dealt with it being just a Jane Foster Thor, the almighty Thor movie.
4: Right. That would have made more sense.
0: I could have just dealt with that. Valkyrie, Natalie Portman, that's it. The Thor aspect is just there to bring people in, the fact that, oh, well, Thor's in the movie, so you know that must be good, because Thor Ragnarok was awesome, and then lets you down with poor writing, poor character development, and then just the overall sense of where are we going with this phase? This particular phase, a whole bunch of missteps, and if you look at the whole entirety of all the phases, you can say Iron Man 2 and 3, likely missteps. The Avengers 2 movie, misstep. Captain Marvel and Ant-Man 2, missteps. But now with this particular phase, you can consider everything except for Shane chi a misstep. No Way Home? Again, I have issues with that movie. I'm not liar, So I'm not going to say that, but a bulk of movies in this one phase almost equal the entirety of the whole MCU in just one phase. Mike, do you agree or disagree? Let's go to the tape.
3: (laughs) As far as all these movies in this phase?
0: Yeah. The the movies in the phase versus the movies in the entirety, All, all the missteps. How much you hate Iron Man 3? Do you yeah, feel that any? I, told you,
3: I would easily watch that over this. <laughs> again, I will remind you, I fell asleep on this twice in the movie theater. Not at home, in the theater. I was knocked out twice. That's how stupid this shit was. Still sitting there trying to understand how Keith likes this movie. <laughs> like, Bro, I, no. I-, I would love to give you my opinion, but. A lot of the stuff has definitely been Me and Barry talked about this, and I actually yeah. talked about this with Beep the other day. The fact that before. Even if you go back to Phase One, Marvel was painting a picture. You knew where things were headed, right? If nothing else, you knew Avengers was going to end up at the end of that phase. Mm-hmm. And the problem with this phase is you have zero direction. Nobody knows where anything is going unless you look for the little signs. And the only biggest sign I keep getting is you do these celestial outlines of people. So I know we're dealing with Galactus at some point. This is literally the only thing that that's representing to me.
0: Which seems like that's going to be Phase Five. Doesn't know.
3: Right, and that's down the line. Because from what I heard, Dr. Doom is supposed to be before him.
0: The catalyst. And
3: they've already leaked that Super Scroll is supposed to be a Fantastic Four villain, which I'm worried about because, again, they don't handle villains well outside of Thanos. It's pretty much
0: you yeah, do one appearance you
3: got. Like, I think Matt was Gorr.
0: talking about, like, Gore the God Butcher. I'm like, oh, all right. I, I don't know in some of his stuff. I'm not really hip to a lot of his villains, but it was a waste. It's a waste of Christian Bale's time. Well, consider this. You had Gore
3: the god Butcher, and we did not see you butcher any gods.
0: Right! 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 That's a He meets his God. His God is pompous. So I'm like, what are we supposed to expect?
4: You didn't really see him. You didn't see him butcher action. anybody.
3: Right. If you want to go Jane, if you really wanted to do something with her, something as simple as this beat brought this I mean, he made this. And I was like, that's a very fair point. You've seen Thor get the hammer, lose the hammer, get the hammer back, and redeem himself. How do you show Jane and she's supposed to be the mighty Thor and you do not show her when Mjolnir first chooses her and she wields it for the first time? That's a misstep. That's a scene that needs to be in the movie. And that's a true fact. I agree with that. Again, this is so lazy. They jack Tron legacy. If you go watch Tron, there's a scene where they're sitting on a ship, going to a destination. There's a moment and somebody says, oh, we're here. Literally the same thing in, in Thor. And I'm sitting there like, what? Another Disney problem. I'm like, did somebody just watch it and say, throw this in the movie? None of this shit makes any sense. My wife, who is the most lenient in judging, literally sat there and said, Mike, what the fuck did we just watch? I thought it was supposed to be a love. Then it was like nothing but comedy. And then it was like fake. Supposed to be the love playoff at the end. Mm. And I'm like, I can't argue. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's a bad movie. Keith, you're entitled to your opinion. If you enjoyed it, more power to you. I would watch Dark World before this. Thor 1 is better. Ragnarok was better for two things. One, he saw Odin die. Two, he sacrificed Asgard as a place where he realized, okay, what his father said, it's a people. It's wherever you decide to go. He blew up his homeland to save his people. That right there shits on this movie.
0: Mm -hmm. And again, he is one of the people that had the potential to kill Thanos. And you have Gorda God Butcher versus Thanos. Who do you want? I want Thanos.
4: But do you know what the thing is? And what makes this even worse is that the only thing that I feel that's redeeming about this movie was Christian Bale, even in the yeah. small amount of scenes that he's had. Yes, he did a he's he phenomenal. A, he did a great job. But yet, like you said, Mike, did we see him butcher any God outside the first yeah. one? And that they was said accidental. In hour
3: cut, the footage that they took out of this with people that they took out apparently and all that because apparently Lena Headley had like a whole bunch of scenes they paid her $7 million for and they cut all of it out, which is weird because I don't know what the hell why you I did that. Bro. Peter Dinklage got go cut out. out. Yeah, they said that Bale at one point had did this shriek himself. No technology, nothing. That was so creepy. They were like, yeah, hey, we can't keep this in the movie. They said it was that good. Like some scary and they cut it out. We did a director's cut. They said the first cut was four hours and it was
0: phenomenal. I rather really cut out all of it. I mean, I find that difficult. I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong, but Taika Waititi has earned himself in the halls of Disney some leeway. I mean, whether it be the first episode of The Mandalorian that he was involved in, and he also acted in several episodes, but he has earned himself some leeway. And for this movie, really expect a lot of these Marvel movies to maybe be above two hours. Two and a half hours. So, whatever they were shooting, whether it be pandemic-related or not, I don't see how they could have shot that much content. And it really just felt like maybe they just had a whole bunch of cameos and people were just saying something funny. And maybe tonally... It screwed up the movie because the movie's already screwed up tonally. So I'm like, how much more can you do damage wise when you're just adding in another half an hour? I mean, it just seemed like maybe they just were filming scenes for something that doesn't really matter and then just had to cut a whole bunch of stuff.
4: It felt like the B roll became the main roles. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Like I said,
0: you get Heimdall's son. We're like, I don't we're really we're care we're about that. Without- Without
4: anybody interrupting,
3: Keith, please explain why you like this movie. Like,
1: I genuinely want to know. Uh, I read a rather low expectation because I did hear that there was some weird rumblings about behind the scenes, so I had like a, I had some initial misgivings about the film and guys. And plus, I heard what the hell you guys are saying, so I came in there with low expectations anyway. But it totally it fit with what was going on and what happened with Ragnarok, and jane Foster's storyline kind of fit with what I read in the Mighty Four preferred this kind of um method or how the the implication that you know Thor had like involuntarily or unknowingly had bound Mjolnir to Jane when they're in their relationship so first off the bat I'll just go through what I didn't like I didn't like the pacing the pacing was off it was kind of jumping around a lot way too much too many flashbacks and you usually don't do that with a lot of Marvel films you kind of get the flashbacks one and done and then you just kind of follow one one flow of events you don't go back and forth to try to explain stuff uh, over and over again so i started to see what barry you often kind of gripe about or complain about in terms of flashbacks pacing the flashbacks and the humor level while it was a lot it definitely felt like this the movie was geared towards i don't want to say family fun i think it was geared more to sell to a younger audience Definitely wasn't the Marvel that we saw, the end game level of maturity. So that was, again, things I wasn't necessarily impressed with uh, for the most part. Finally, it was Bale's performance. It kind of went back and forth. And I want to say I didn't like it. I was just saying it's one of the things I noticed. It kind of bounced back between childlessly giggling phases to being serious and creepy. And I'm not sure what, who was it, Bale doing that? Was it just how they edited the movie? I, I'm not sure. What I liked about it, I liked the humor. I thought the sight gags worked. The screaming goats was hilarious. I laughed at that stuff. I followed the plot. It was simple enough. It didn't feel like the Jane and uh, Valkyrie show with Thor, because I mean, pretty much Thor was the one Driving all the plans and all the... Well,
0: Thor is the one basically driving a comedy, which lets the movie down because the two other characters, Valkyrie and Jane, can theoretically stand on their own. He was the one kind of leading
1: the charts, saying where they got to go and what they have to do. I like the inclusion of the Celestial characters. I'm going to agree with you guys at some point. They need to kind of give us the payoff or give us some clear direction of where it's going to go. I'm remembering the previous Marvel films before we saw Thanos front and center. It was always glimpses, hints, and um, sort of whispers about them. You didn't get the full Thanos effect until in, in the Avengers.
0: Disagree because everything was leading up to the Avengers and then eventually the Avengers 2. And then you got an entirely different set of movies that led up to Thanos. Well, by leading
1: up to it, I mean, like, you didn't even know what the deal. I mean, we all knew what the Infinity Stones were going to deal with. But each movie had, every once in a while, it would pop up. You're like, oh, this is something to do with an Infinity Stone. Like the first phase of movies, you knew they were interconnected. And again, they were all leading up to the Avengers. You didn't know it was going to get to that full-blown Infinity War to what we got. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you always got these little glimpses and briefs on And I'm wondering if they're trying to recapture that again. It's really just not working.
0: I would just line. say you can't do that with the Dollar Tree characters, <laughs> the the Wish dot com versions of Marvel characters.
1: And in terms of this movie, like like I didn't see Natalie Portman's character as taking any of the spotlight from Thor, from Chris Hemsworth. And she looked like she's being dragged along through most of it. And well, I well, do- I just want
0: to bring something up because Captain America held the hammer. And it's just like we can understand why the hammer chose him at some point. Well, allowed mm-hmm. him to pick up the hammer. What did Jane do? Well, I, told on, you. I just told on. you. Ford uh, went uh,
1: ahead and put the uh, like he he put a, sort of uh, he
0: basically. put a I was I would say Valkyrie's more. Well, no, no Ford literally told Ford, the hammer yeah, to protect
4: her.
3: Yeah, right. Because Captain America was deemed worthy, was but worthy, Ford, before, in the midst of all that, before that, literally told the hammer. Whatever happens, man.
0: It's bad writing. All right. Yeah. Since he was oh, one the one
3: the hammer, he was the one that told it. The hammer obeyed, basically.
0: It is bad writing.
1: Yeah. Okay. Part of that thing is that Thor himself is far more capable and powerful than he thinks he is. One of the themes in this movie was that mm. Thor was looking to another higher power to help him. Yeah. Because he went to go see Russell Crowe's Zeus character and asked for help, and Zeus is acting. Goofy. You know,
4: acting, acting goofy, selling crazy. Right? And It and turns Juice out he didn't need that. What's that? Zeus is a bitch. He's supposed to be the top god. He got fucking destroyed. Like he got, like he survived it. So what? That shouldn't even bother him. But continue. he got the shot with his own. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean, he's the top god. like? It wasn't even worthy of a scene. All right.
1: So. Thor was always, for the most part in the movie, at the beginning, he was looking for other things to other someone bigger and better or smarter to help him find his children and kind of win the day and stop this this God butcher and stuff. Um, in the end, he didn't need all that. That wasn't necessary. He didn't need it. Again, I I agree with the pacing being all off and I agree with the story being kind of convoluted, taking way too many twists and and turns and stuff. And I don't know if it's because, like Mike said, that they cut a lot of stuff, but I don't think it took away focus from him. He was very much the focus of this movie. Now, even when Jane was dying and she passed on and stuff, it didn't look like Marvel was introducing anybody new to the cause or anything like that. I liked it because it was goofy. I liked humor level in it. I liked the action. I thought the, um, overall, the storyline was pretty good. While I'm not, I think they did waste Bale a little bit. With oh, it,
0: it's completely a waste. Mm-hmm. I think they wasted him in k- that. I visually, the character know. looks threatening. Writing-wise, uh, thematically, he does nothing. And all he is is just a MacGuffin for Jane and Thor to kind of work out their issues. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, there's no reason for this character to really be in this movie. For the character to die. Wait, what? They didn't have any issues to work out. Uh, They did have issues to work out. That's it. Without him, first of all, there's no movie. And there's no interest in anything to happen. And he's a waste. It's a waste of a good actor in a terrible movie.
4: And what's the sad thing about it is, like, even in the little amount of scenes he had, he killed it. He killed it. But.
2: Matt, do you have any opinions? I mean, as far as the direction, Kevin Feige saying, oh, well, it's going to be soon to be revealed. Typically, they drop a little hint. I don't see any hints with this. Everything seems to be coherent. And I understand that a lot of the legacy characters are no longer part of the Marvel universe anymore, with the exception of Thor. But even then, it, it's dumb Thor. It's not the Thor that we know. And I understand that, you know, the involvement the of, char- of the character that's supposed to happen as the movie's. Go on, especially when their plot moves forward. But it doesn't seem like this. And again, it's a phase four problem. It's it's story plot problem. It's a woke problem. It's and Disney Plus might be part of it too. Because I mean, look at all the daggone shows that they're putting out. Outside of all the ones that they put out, the only one I really probably enjoyed probably
0: Loki. Disney leveraging or hedging their bets on. Disney Plus, for you to kind of keep with all the continuity between stuff, like I don't really want to sit through and watch Miss Marvel. I watched it, and what did you think, Mike? Is it done or is it still going?
3: It's, I would put it the same level as every other show, there's nothing groundbreaking, there's nothing like amazing and all that, so to speak. It's just it's pretty much run-of-the-mill Marvel show at this point. The only payoff to this is they dropped the first hint of mutants, which y'all ain't gonna watch. So I'm not really spoiling nothing. That happened this <laughs> <in> season. <laughs> Essentially, nah, they were I like, sure. "You got a mutation there. You know, there's such things as mutants." They even played a little clip of the X-Men theme song. So when we get to X-Men, we've already established mutants exist. Now you can get the little explanation. We can keep it moving. We don't have to do a whole. Hour and a half dialogue of why this whole thing exists. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm fine with it from that standpoint. As far as the representation thing, Mm -hmm. I took it as if I champion Black Panther for representation, does this represent or not? I leave that to people of that culture. If you feel like it represents you, more power to you. If you don't, that's your opinion. It's almost no different from Hawkeye. If you thought Hawkeye was okay, then you'll think this is okay. There's nothing groundbreaking about it. Mm -hmm. Paid attention. It wasn't like Thor. I said, fell asleep twice. I'm not gonna let that go. I'm just sorry. I'm not. Again, I will watch Dark World before I watch this again.
0: Keith loves that movie.
3: Yeah, I didn't think Dark World was terrible. I'm
1: sorry. Dark, Dark World is tough work. watch too.
4: Man, look, can can
1: definitely just... watchable. That's definitely watchable. Can we just
4: move on?
0: This phase needs to end soon, and then they need to come with the hits. That's my last
3: comment, real yeah. quick. I also believe a lot of this has to do with Chapek. And I told you that, Barry. Mm -hmm. But I believe a lot of this has to do with Chapek. And the Black Widow situation is what points to that direction to me. Is the fact that Scarlet got upset and Chapek's first move was, we're going to sue her. And they said Faye was livid because he told him, this is not how Marvel operates. And to me, that's the big difference. Iger was in charge of everything before. And Iger pretty much was like, Feige, this is your world. You do what you do. Go at it. Everything was fine. Everything points to me that when Chapek came in and he was officially CEO and all of a sudden, shit started changing. And I'm telling you, he's, probably, he's pretty much Kathleen Kennedy now with Star Wars. He's the biggest problem. This is showing that Marvel does not have the leeway they had before. And we'll know for sure when Deadpool happens because reportedly he's supposed to be rated R. And I got a feeling that's going to change by the time it comes out.
0: It's probably going to be PG. Well, I think that
3: was only done because Ryan Reynolds literally came out and said, if it ain't rated R, I'm gone. I'm walking. I don't care. You sue me, do whatever you want. I'm not doing it. I'm out.
4: I mean, I didn't have faith in Black Panther 2, or Wakanda Forever, Forever, whatever it's called. But now, I know it's going to be trash automatically.
0: I mean, again, I think Disney has a formula, and they just won't. Deviate from it, and Mike and I had talked about at some point maybe one they need to chill with the movies, chill with the movies and the TV shows. It worked for Star Wars, and then also maybe Disney just doesn't need to be in the comic book movie business because, again, all like even outside of the Marvel stuff. All the movies follow the same template. And I don't want to be faked out when you go to the movie theater or and or see a movie. You're not getting what you want. You're not getting the vision of, hey, well, Marvel deserves some level of respect. They deserve some leeway when it comes to movies. Again, I, I keep hitting home that this particular phase Almost has as many misfires since two thousand seven two thousand eight How's that possible? and I mean Mike brought up some points where it might be jPE people were pointing to the pandemic, and I think it's just that Disney has ran out of ideas. you start getting these bootleg characters, regardless if they exist in the comic book or not. These characters aren't interesting, like at least with some of those comic book lines, they just kind of reverted back to. Standard character, unless it's something, the Secret Wars level of interesting. I don't see what else they have.
3: Well, Secret Wars is supposed to be the big event, but even the Russo brothers said, "Do you know how long, how much film we'll need for that? Like to actually make that happen?" That, that's like, that Phase has to be Five a and Six. Of movies on its own.
0: Where's my movie? Thor Love and Thundercrap. When that movie was also announced, I want to say it was announced at the same time.
3: It was. It was announced at Comic-Con that year.
0: We get this crap. I want the sticky fingers as a variant. And Wesley. <laughs> Let's join the multiverse. All right, so I guess Keith, James, and Matt, what score would you give Thor?
2: I'd give this movie a four. I agree. <laughs> it's four. It's, I mean, it's a Marvel property. Did he evolve? Yes. But he evolved for the worse hope they learn off this movie and pick off phase five with something a lot stronger than this i mean they hit a home run with thor ragnarok This right here i think there was an article that came out said hey it looked like a seven-year-old made it yep damn right seven-year-old did make it work kid, y'all work kid.
4: yeah gee, what's your school? I, I gotta hear this bullshit what's your school wow man bullshit like yeah that's i feel offended
1: nerd. I don't care because I like this movie and I have fun at the theater. I'll watch this again. So, of course, it's going to get over a seven. And Mm. I enjoyed it. So I'm going to give this movie a 7.5.
0: All right, Jay. Zero.
1: Hold on one second, all right? The zeros are being thrown around way too many times, all right? And that's partially your fault, Barry. All right? Zero means there is nothing at all redeeming. Okay, you know what? Absolutely nothing. You know what?
4: 0.5 then.
1: Absolutely nothing redeemable in that film. Like point five, the cosmic direction, the special effects were trash. Point five. You like nothing in the film. Christian Bale, point five. And he only gets one, a point five from me, because he wasn't in it a lot. He was in it at least as much as Valkyrie was.
0: So for Keefe, would you watch The Eternals or Thor: Love and Thunder again?
1: Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm And I would not watch the Eternals uh, about
4: this.
0: Okay, above. okay,
4: let's be real here. Alright, so the Thor kids. He bestowed the power of Thor onto kids, right? Yes. Uh, okay, so he just gives his powers to anyone now. Yeah, he can. He He's there. a fucking god. That's what he does? I mean, well, that's the case. Yeah, why didn't he give it? that's the case, why didn't he give his powers to all the motherfuckers that was fighting Thanos in the beginning? Then we wouldn't have had Endgame, right? Because there would have been a thousand Thors on the field, right? Miss me with that bullshit. What are you talking? What do you? What part if are you he, talking look, about? He get you said he could give his powers to anybody because he's a god, right? What part are you talking about though? Like okay. when would he so, do, have done that? Why? I mean, if he had that power, mm-hmm. right, to bestow his powers to others, why would he be like, okay, we about to go into battle? I'm gonna give you my powers.
0: Moab well, got the when hammer. he would have I guess.
4: done that? What do you mean,
0: when?
1: James? When? When? At what point would he have done that? Well, the I point. I am some on War yes thank you like when he Nobody like, got blipped no 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 let's backtrack back hold on hold on like infinity war when he came down with stormbreaker or yep. infinity war when he was hanging out
4: with uh groot and um no when uh, he came Rocket. down with stormbreaker he made his grand entrance he and he could... stops everybody he says get around he stops everybody in no, the, no, the no, middle no, of that fight oh listen Keith. He's a no. god. No, that means he's omnipotent. That means uh, see, that... No, see, n- just, just just being, like this. no, 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 no. No, no, now, you that, no, no this is what you gods mean, this do. Is Jesus, this is what gods do. He didn't oh, have to, I am just saying go. gather around because see. I'm being an asshole. But he could just said, all oh. right, you get my power, you get my power, you get my power, you get my power. He could have done that real quick after he oh. made his grand interest and he kind of put them to a halt because oh, they man. had the opportunity to do a hero stare. Everybody was like, oh, Thor's here. Okay, bitch, have my power. Bitch, have my power. Here you go. Have some power. Have some more power. We would have been over. Okay, at that point,
1: Thanos wasn't there, right?
4: And, 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 and... That's the even more reason.
1: Thanos wasn't there, right? Yeah,
4: but they were outnumbered. Come on now.
1: Come weren't they holding? Him by... Weren't they beating no, I...
4: them? No, out... no, they weren't. What point they not? Was it, beat... it was in
1: their asses. What when Thor showed
3: up? It was it was Thor's was
4: to the Joker same. He dropped in, destroyed, and they started fucking <laughs> shit up. Rallied the troops, and that was it. And they were still getting their ass beat. Only time they really start doing stuff is when Scarlet Witch came in. No, Keith, stop. Oh
1: my God. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. Alright, alright. You know what James, uh, James, I'm gonna let you have that. I'm uh, let I, you I have would that just
0: say it, I would just say this that some of the Marvel characters between Infinity War and then this phase, like some of those integral characters, if you're talking about Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange, Thor, they wound up being depowered exactly. at a certain point. I mean, you had Wanda integral to trying to defeat Thanos to her just want to be evil. Okay. And then
4: the, the Thor kids, they know what the fuck to do. And all of a sudden now they're fucking warriors doing all this shit. Th- that's a Disney the- thing. That's a Disney
0: right. thing. You have, exactly.
4: you have that to made me vomit. empower
0: the kids now. And then empower the, the. You know what should have happened
4: is that yes. he should have impaled all those kids with his fucking powers, his fucking fucking uh symbiote powers from that fucking necro sword, and then that would have been the movie. Thank you. That's you. That's how you want to strike fear. That's what a villain does. Impale those fuck them kids.
1: The whole point for catching the kids was to lure Thor to get Stormbreaker.
0: Well, he was
4: already or there. Lifrost.
2: I mean, like
0: even that is just a week.
1: Oh, I agree. It's a week. Like and the whole thing of him wanting to get to eternity just so he can get a wish to uh eternity grant him a wish to bring back his daughter.
0: All right, well Yeah, uh, got... he
1: wanted to be a dad. New Arc, his transformation, his purpose is now to raise a young god or whatever she she is, because clearly she's something cosmic related. Uh, and I don't know, and I was actually open, like, Mike, I, you got a mm-hmm. glimpse of it. I was like, I was trying to yeah. figure out what the fuck was that. Like, Yeah, you don't say. Like, what was going on with that? But I, I didn't know if that was had anything to do with uh, something moving forward, but mm-hmm. I, well, yeah, I was I reading more into it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm
3: not sure. No, I was wondering when her father made the if for whatever reason, the powers of the sword went into her. Because I thought her eyes turned black when she yelled at Thor. And I was like, oh, does she have it in her now?
4: Yeah, it was she more, more like in her, her powers. powers. Mike, yeah. Mike, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're just throwing shit out there to see if it sticks.
0: Yeah, more. I mean, at some point, I guess Venom will show up and Tom Hardy will also. Yeah, but then
3: even that wouldn't make sense in the fact that you did the Venom thing, the post credit scene, and left a piece of him there in that universe. So uh-huh. that's already been taken care
4: of. So, mm-hmm.
0: and then you got really
4: wasn't
3: serving no purpose.
0: Thor fighting Hercules, which is going to be 300 at that point. You know what?
4: I apologize. I'm glad you enjoyed the movie. I don't want you to spend your hard-earned money to go see something you did not enjoy. So I'm glad that your money was well spent in watching that movie. I, I apologize that. for what I've said to you. I appreciate that. But the movie is still trash. I but as long that. as you liked it, I love it. That, that, but, that's all I need to hear from James. But you know, know what? That movie could, could eat my ass when I have eaten Taco Bell and have not shat in three days.
0: Okay. All right. You know what? We're just going into podcast on that one.